0: And welcome back to Mage Hand High Five. I'm your dungeon master, Casey Pappas. And with me, ranked from least to most likely to lick a wild animal, (laughs) Robin Langenhop.
1: Robin Langenhop playing Hayden Kincaid. And I couldn't be more glad to be at the bottom of this list. Hayden, I mean, what even is an animal? Hayden's never seen
2: an animal what? once
1: in their life. <laughs> <laughs> More like everyone's an animal. Everything is an animal. Who knows what Hayden has licked?
3: Ooh. The animal is named after rat.
1: Oh, <laughs>
2: okay. Has Hayden licked rat? <laughs> no comment.
3: Max Weinberg. Uh, yeah, Max Weinberg here playing Stump Steenling, and I can guarantee you that Stump has licked plenty of animals. <laughs> and Sarah McStay.
2: Hi, I'm Sarah Bigstay playing Salome Briar. And uh yeah, definitely. I mean, I I have personally laid beneath a cow and milked it into my mouth. So that's, that's me. That's random. You're painting but such a word it's, picture it was with that. Kind of, it was... I laid beneath her swollen
1: udder. <laughs> Weirdly, it's very like, happy
2: cow. I will. Say. It was like a. It was like a pet cow.
0: Something I that like fits into the context of the game as well, like something that could happen in the Badlands, you know?
2: Yes, yeah, Sa- Salme would do it.
0: <laughs> Great, <laughs> and with that, let's dive right in. Last time on Mage Hand High Five, after being confronted by an assassin whose aim was set on Stump's mysterious amulet, the group took him down but were unable to get much out of him. The group revived Mordric and resolved to kill the assassin, but a seismic shift threatened to collapse the tunnel. The assassin escaped, and the group attempted to do the same. While on the way out, the Lucrota confronted the group, but was taken out with ball bearings and a well-placed arrow. Before falling into the canyon, it revealed that the Elf betrayed them, and the group escaped before they could ponder its meaning. The group, with Philomena and Mordric, made it out safely as dusk began to fall. They noticed a collapsed section of the valley floor below, with Philomena remarking that that was where Ford Falls was. The group set up camp for the night, and Stump revealed the amulet and its potential connection to the door. He discovered its function as key, map, and signifier of rank. Its map, however, did not match the surrounding area. He then interrogated Mordric, who revealed his men inadvertently caused the crackering and had resolved to open the door to undo their tragedy. Upset with his mistakes, Mordric resolved to journey until he'd earned the right to return to his departed family and left in the night. Now, as the dawn lights up the sky... You all awake to find yourselves on this ledge overlooking the valley below. The colors of the dawn paint the clouds with beautiful pinks and purples, which before long will fade into the blues and whites of the coming day.
1: I'd like to make a request right off the bat. Since I was the first one to go to sleep, I'd love to be the first one to wake up. And maybe get some shit started before anybody else gets out of their tents.
0: What sort of shit are you hoping to get started?
1: Well, Hayden will wake up, immediately put the hat of disguise on just to, you know, get things started and not look like their original look. Sure. They're very concerned about Salome and the conversation they had last night and that there may be some sort of danger of her running off or retaliating for some possible slight that hasn't yet happened so they root around just trying to find anything that seems like a peace offering or something like that and they find this little pastry wrapped up kind of lovingly saved and it goes well uh, sure why not and leaves it right outside Salome's tent with a little note that says hey hope everything's alright Scratched off, no, 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 (laughs) no. Love you like a sister, no, no, no. Um, (laughs) Free breakfast from Hayden, it's not poisoned, cross that out. Uh, And then just, like, balls up the the note and throws it into whatever is left of the embers of the fire from the night before. (laughs) And now there's just a random bit of pastry sitting
2: outside Salome's tent.
1: Incredible! I,
2: I wake up in the morning, do like a a really honestly for camping. It's like a pretty elaborate skincare routine, um, <laughs> <laughs> and then walk out just very uh very fresh um out to this pastry and uh, use a, a divine sense on it. <laughs> Is it evil? Is it is it an evil what kind of pastry is it? Yeah, what kind of pastry is it? Uh I'm gonna
1: say that it is a what would keep well? It's um it's a bran
2: muffin. Oh. <laughs> that's like okay.
3: that's not a that's not a gift. Right. That's like a warning
2: sign. <laughs> <laughs> that's a brand yes, Salome so picks it up and is like who gave me a brand muffin? This is this is a fighting pastry out here. <laughs> you don't so give somebody a pastry. You don't give somebody a brand muffin in the Badlands unless you're trying to start a fight with them. <gasps> hey, Stump, Stump, what? Did you see Hayden try to slip me this brand muffin?
3: No, I didn't. I, w- I was asleep, and I kind of still am.
2: Hey, Hayden. Yeah, is this from you, darling? Um, I immediately want to make an
1: insight check. <laughs> Do it. How has this been received? That's a twenty-one.
2: Poorly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice gift, but she's she's scared of you. Sure, I, I in all in all truthfulness, I think she's afraid of you and is skeptical of of your gift. Hayden comes up,
1: grabs the muffin out of Salome's hand, and chucks it as far as they could possibly throw. Because <laughs> like we don't want to take any chances.
2: Uh, I mean, did
1: you what, did you poison it? What? Oh, it no, changed no, your mind? no. It what was, happened? What? Did I do something? If it wasn't from Stump and it wasn't from you, clearly it was not from me. So we just got to get out
2: of here. <gasps> I'm going to roll insight. Oh, that's only like a seven. <laughs> I should roll deception, though, just in case. <laughs> okay. Okay. My actual insight was uh, 10, <laughs> 19. With a,
0: <laughs> with a 10, you think it might not be Hayden, but uh, Philomena starts to wake up around that time.
2: Philomena. Huh? You're from out here. You know, a brand muffin is basically fighting words. A brand muffin? <laughs> you give somebody a brand muffin, that starts a blood feud that can go on for generations. Oh, girl, that's a death threat. Somebody left a brand muffin outside my tent last night. Uh, girl, if you left
0: a brand muffin for me, I would know that we had serious beef and that you were looking to plant a
1: knife in my neck. Exactly. And I certainly knew that, so all the more reason to th- throw it as far away as possible. <laughs> yeah, it's just bad <laughs> language etiquette.
3: Can I interject for a second? So I set up an alarm. Perimeter here, so the only people that could have put the muffin there unless they threw it in are the four of us. There's a rat in our midst, and
2: I <laughs> stare at Hayden. <laughs> well wait, what about Mordric? Oh, it might have been Mordric, actually.
1: That certainly is the most sensible of all the options. Oh, wait. Mordric's gone.
3: I had a feeling after our conversation last night that he uh might not be
2: here uh when we woke up. She gave him a brand muffin. <laughs> in a sense.
3: No, it was a very good conversation. But he did let me know that if we do head to Providence, which I believe is the closest town to where we are now, to keep an eye out for some elf, he was the hookup for the explosives. So, I mean, kill two birds with one stone, go fight a town, get to Solomay some pants, and then figure out what's going on with his elf guy.
1: Now, elves are not that rare in these parts. Do we have any more detail about what this elf may look like, or what we should be watching out for?
3: He just said that he went by the Elven Man of Providence. That could be
2: anybody. Hmm. Shit! Uh Salome has been getting breakfast together, and she just drops like whatever plate or cup she's holding just clatters to the ground. The, you good, kid? Oh, here, let me help you. You have the brain shake, kid? No, no, I'm I'm fine. I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to come with y'all to Providence. I just remembered something that had slipped my mind because we've had a lot going on in the last few days. But, no, I, I don't think I'm going to be able to go with y'all.
3: Where do you think you're going instead of Providence?
2: Anywhere. Look, I think I might know who that person is, and I cannot run into them. Look, I, I'm sorry. I, I have to go. Hey, now, we
1: can go any old place. Providence is closest, and, you know, it'll be harsh trying to get further along, but we can go somewhere else.
2: Listen, I... I don't want to keep you. I, I know Providence is probably the safest option. I know it might be the easiest place to get to. I just can't come with you. And actually, I, I think I. it's been real nice meeting all three of you, but I don't think I can keep traveling with y'all anyway, honestly. I, I think I got to get going. Now, hang on, hang on, hang on. mean. what are the odds of dying going somewhere other than Providence?
0: <laughs> well, you could head down to Ford Falls. Uh, no, you can't head there. Um, <clears throat> anywhere else. Shoot, I mean, th- this side of the mountain range... It's going to be a little difficult. Your best bet would probably be Red Rock, but Red Rock is on the whole other side of the mountains.
2: Okay. Well, hey, you know, my mama sort of dealt in life and death, and I I suppose I could handle a little dying if I needed to. Solomite, Solomite, we could talk this
1: through. There are alternatives. There are better options. I'm not intending to spend any more time in Providence than I need to. I'm continuing on. We can get you through there without you even being detected. We got ways, Hayden. Do you have any
3: Do you have any contacts in in Providence from you know your time out here in the Badlands?
1: I'm sure there'll some be somebody who's responsive to the name of the stranger.
3: Could I, I don't want to make an insight check <laughs> into that, but I want to make a like. I mean, why not? I don't know. Clocking that—that's a weird statement. It might be just passive
0: intelligence, like passive mm-hmm. investigation. Oh, I got so much of that.
3: It's eighteen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I think you could tell for sure that I'm I'm not lying, but I'm very clearly adjusting the truth. That's good to know,
3: I guess, Hayden. We'll we'll see if we can get to use your name, kid. I mean, we can't we can't really help you unless you kind of tell us. You know, if you go out into the desert, you're gonna die.
2: Yeah, like I said, it ain't that bad. Dying's okay. People die all the time.
3: What is in this town that is worse than dying?
2: Well. If I ran into this person, it, it could just get real awkward.
1: Oh shit, is that all?
2: Yeah, it could just get it could get real <laughs> awkward in a way that I would rather die than experience the level of awkwardness that I would feel running into this person. I guess I'll just say it. His um I ran into somebody at the train station yesterday, and he's somebody that I know from Threed, and his name is Luther Wainwright. And he told me that he was going to Providence to wrap up some business dealings. And I had forgotten all about it because we kind of had been through so much in the last day that I wasn't even thinking about Luther. I mean, he... He's the kind of man who'd sell his mama's soul to the highest bidder. He's not somebody you want to cross. And he's somebody I I can't come across right now.
3: Well, we'll just disguise you or something. You know, we we got some capabilities.
2: Can y'all do that? I... I can.
3: Not
1: magically. I, I mean,
0: I can't, but maybe they can.
1: I have a way. But I who lolly. Uh I would need certain assurances from the rest of y'all that uh I can keep you from being discovered as Salome Briar in Providence. But in order to do that, I have to reveal some information That cannot get out.
3: We've saved each other from getting killed a couple times. You know, yesterday, I think we're all kind of on the same team at this point.
2: You know? Yeah, it's safe with me, Hayden.
3: Girl, everybody I know is dead.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oddly, Falamina, that is the most comforting Thing that I have heard from you at any point in our short relationship.
0: <laughs> spill those beans. I ain't got nobody to spill them to.
1: All right. In this moment, you could still see, like, visible shaking hesitation in Hayden's hands as they reach up, grasp the half disguise, and take it off. And you see there's a, sort of a shimmer as the power from the feather in the cap leaves and for a brief moment you see the color start to fade from their skin and the hair start to go from the vibrant fiery red that it was it's like the color is draining out of it and it's turning pale and Hayden closes their eyes and concentrates and the color comes back and they hand the hat over and it goes the hat is more of a an extra level of deception. It isn't strictly necessary for me to do what I do, but it can provide the level of disguise that you need. Holy shit! Exactly. (laughs) Did not see that one coming.
2: Are you sure you want to do that for me, Hayden?
1: I don't have a lot of friends around these parts, or hmm, in general. I'm... I'm out here looking for the one that I that I had left who disappeared under s- circumstances that I'm still trying to figure out but I feel connected to y'all and I need to hold on to any of those connections I managed to
2: get. So Salome hugs Hayden, just wraps her arms around them and holds them for a second. Aww. Um she takes the hat and says, Hayden, honey, I, I truly can't tell you how much this means to me. Thank you.
1: I will say, just as an extra word of warning, that cap will let people think that you are the stranger. If anyone does know who the stranger is, they will see that feather in that cap, and they will think that you are the one taking bounties. Well... But hopefully, we will... But you're the stranger, that might also be a bit of a, a not entirely correct idea. I am the stranger now, you, but the stranger has not always been me. Uh, there was a time where the stranger was... Your dad. Or mom. <laughs> it's not... It's not a... Like a like a hereditary thing. No, mm... I mean, no, nope, not at all. Not did in the slightest. Kill,
2: did you kill the real one?
1: I. I had a mighty need to do so and a very lucky draw when I had my moment. I think that if the stranger was ready for me, then I wouldn't be here talking to you right now. But the stranger, on orders from someone that I still do not know, took. A lot from me. And after the stranger was dispatched, I saw an opportunity to get a little better livelihood than what I had. uh, While not having to go as far down a dark road as the original stranger had done. So, I'm the new and improved stranger who doesn't quite get so nasty as the one before. Oh my god. But... (laughs) Maintaining that reputation is what keeps me going.
2: So you ain't some
1: kind of famous bounty hunter? I mean, the fame is not exactly earned on my point,
2: but I'm taking bounties. I think Salome is washed with relief hearing about this and, like, whatever tension there was between you, between you offering her the hat and her finding out that you are not, in fact, the stranger. Every bit of, like, doubt in you that she had has evaporated very quickly. And just to just to be clear about things, me being the
1: stranger is one level of protection and income and everything, but the main secret, the most important secret, is people can't know that I can do this without the hat. I'm kind of a rare a rare bird, and I don't want anybody knowing that there's something special about me that could be exploited or
2: I don't know what people would do. So uh, the last thing that I want to do after Hayden's been so kind to me is, is be impolite and like press for information. But, but th- this, this is, this is odd, right? Like in this world, you don't just see shapeshifters, right?
0: Yes. Uh, well, r- uh, roll a, roll a history check. Okay.
1: <laughs> Regardless of your role. Yes. <laughs> I say
0: after giving you part of the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
3: help you out here.
2: I keep rolling so high on history checks despite having a negative two. <laughs> with a negative two, that's an 11.
3: Hey. Is okay. this a roll I should be making? You can also make it. All right. Uh, Nope, I got a nine with my <laughs> plus four.
2: Salome <laughs> so read a lot of books. She didn't grow up with a formal education or anything, but
1: she she read a lot of books. <laughs> and then that's a dirty 20 for Hayden, but that kind of makes sense.
0: A <laughs> little bit more of an expert on the subject. I'll say that with with a 9 and an 11, Stump and Salome, the most you know about shapeshifters are that they're an urban legend. It's talked about there have been a couple of, like, cases where changelings have been seen and, like, heard of, but, like, it's not commonplace. And it's... Almost to the point where like some people have conspiracy theories about it and are like, no, like not real.
2: So if people like found like if the wrong people like ran into Hayden and found out that could be just like dangerous for them.
0: Oh, for sure. (laughs) Yes, it is a valuable enough skill that people would want to get their hands on it. Hayden with a (laughs) with a dirty 20, you've never met another changeling. Ever. Yeah. You assume that your parents, at least one of your parents, was a changeling. But honestly, you don't even know if it's hereditary. Sure. The most you know might be that it just springs up in certain people.
1: Yeah. I imagine that Hayden's been trying to do their own kind of quote unquote research on this, but with the way that they were brought up, didn't really have access to Like wizard library level information and is just kind of (laughs) piecing things together based on, I've discovered I can do this, and I just kind of know inherently that I shouldn't be showing it to people, really. Yeah.
0: And on the other hand, you're also trying to bat off Rat, who is constantly whispering in your ear, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, you know, like, you know you're a changeling because the moon was rising when you were born, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I would bet that Rat even, like, found out by accident and uh,
2: Hayden didn't tell him specifically.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: Well, I guess I'll just say, of course, honey, it's not, it's your secret to have. And that's, I mean, listen, we've all got ours. its I don't think anybody out here is walking around without stuff they ain't sharing. And I'm truly so grateful for your kindness and I, I won't. I won't repay it with betrayal, don't don't you worry.
3: Seems like we've all got some stuff in our past that's a little nasty. So why don't we bring it in and just kind of get us ourselves a little chant of putting our hands in and just going not as nasty on three?
2: <laughs> not as nasty? <laughs>
3: not as nasty.
2: Alright. I like it. I'm into it. Sure, got, like, You know what? Still, Hell just yeah. the caveat, not not as nasty. Still a little not nasty. As oh, not I mean, as You nasty. can't be
3: not nasty. You gotta be a little nasty I mean, out there's a, here. There's a nasty like, place out I here. I think there's a little bit of nasty in everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, hands in, not as nasty on three. One, two, three. Not, not as nasty. Not as
1: nasty. I mean, we, we best get going just before the sun gets too bad.
2: Yeah, you're probably cool. right.
0: <laughs> you begin packing up your stuff. You know that Providence is about a it's going to take up most of the day to get there. And uh, out of game, I will let you know that you can get there faster and take a level of exhaustion if you prefer. But that is up to you. Um, That is something that I'm going to offer during fast travel is if you need to get there in a hurry, you can take a level of exhaustion and cut down the time it takes to get there.
1: I would say, at least for Hayden, as long as we're not out of rations and worried about food, I want to be at my best if we're going to be running into somebody who is scaring Salome. So I am down to take our sweet time. (laughs) Yeah, I'm definitely in
2: no hurry to get to Providence.
0: (laughs) You all take the day getting there. It's a pretty long trek and it's about mid-morning by the time you reach the bottom of the valley. From here, it's a lot of savanna grassland. Um, You see the forests that surrounded the sinkhole in the distance off to your right as you continue eastward. You get to Providence at sunset. As you're approaching Providence, uh, you see it in the distance. It is a medium-sized town it's honestly not surrounded by much it is out in the boonies you see the evening sun glinting off of the strips of metal binding together the water tower that towers over the town and under the water tower you see a large banner strung up between two of the buildings over the entrance to the town that says providence mayhew festival
2: festival i think as soon as we um are on the outskirts of town i'll just be like all right can we take a second i gotta figure out how to use this hat hayden you said you could do this on your own Uh,
1: yes i can actually i i have a face in mind let me see um this is not a corset face all right and hayden closes their eyes and you see that their skin freckles white and then starts to shift into a different tone. They expand outward, get a little more portly, grow this um bushy mustache, and <laughs> eventually eventually you see before you th- this very like <laughs> sort of gentleman. <laughs> uh, I will not be using that voice on regular discussions with you all, because no, absolutely not.
2: <laughs> uh, uh, uh. I mean, that's um, good, though. You're pretty good at that. Well, thank you, ma'am. I mean, who is this fine fellow? What's his name? Or what should we call you when we're in town?
1: <laughs> My name is. Mm, let's go with Augustus Ferdinand. I feel like that matches up with the mustache quite well. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to look like I have <laughs> all the money. Well, hey, you got working? it, Gussie. Gussie. Oh, Gussie. oh we'll go I like with that. Gussie. Gussie now. All right. Gussie Ferdinand? Oh, I'll take it. Now, Salome, we should get you transformed into something a little less conspicuous as well.
2: Yeah, how do I do this? Is there like a is there like a button on here or something I press? What 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 how do no, you use just think?
1: Focus on a face that you know quite well that you can envision and picture in your mind and then try to connect with the feather in the hat. The feather is your connection point. That's where the magic flows through. Just concentrate your energy into the into the feather while thinking of a face that you can know every nook and cranny of.
2: Yeah, Salome thinks for a minute. And the I think the hat changes first into this little fascinator with a little feather on it. And then she turns into this very like vibrant, friendly, warm looking woman, uh, short brown hair, not dissimilar features to Salome in some ways, like like maybe like the nose is the same or something, like a little bit in the smile and a uh, fiddle strapped kind of where Salome's sword is, like a, a fiddle and bow. And she smiles and says, how's this? This is, uh, this is my Aunt Maggie, actually. <laughs> um, I haven't seen her in 10 years, so this is what she looked like when I saw her last, but. I couldn't forget her face if I tried. (laughs) Pleased to meet your Aunt Maggie. Uh, I guess the other thing I've been thinking about, kind of mulling over on the way over here, a little more information about Luther. Uh, Luther Wainwright, the person I'm trying to avoid here. Yes. He is kind of middle management, maybe middle upper management at the Jameson Company. And he's been trying to get a promotion for a while. Kind of because she three promotion so he can stay in the city and not have to go out as much. And I'm kinda wondering, Philomena, you said that Threed was pulling money out of out of Ford Falls, right?
0: That's what I heard.
2: I, I don't want to be too much or anything. I'm I'm sorry if I'm making connections where there are none, but part of me's wondering if maybe he did that on purpose. Like maybe the town was worth more to him gone than there. Shit. I mean he he knew where the fire powder was going and I don't want to accuse anybody of something like that just because I don't like him, but I don't know that I can say I'd put it past him.
1: The combination of this particular revelation and your fear of him makes me, well, I don't know if I want to avoid him or want to get real up close and personal and get to know Luther a little better. He seems like you'd
0: justify a case of murder.
2: Yes, yeah, look, y'all, I-, I feel a little more comfortable now that I'm Somebody else. But truly, I would just as soon go to the festival, see what's going on, keep our heads down, try not to run into them.
1: Yeah, let's go play some games.
0: Great. You <laughs> head on in to the Mayhew Festival. You see stalls lined up along the sort of main avenue. People are hustling and bustling. You see what look like five prairie dog people have little (laughs) magical items that they're setting out. Oh. You see a a little sweets shop that are selling like sweet rolls and things like that. You see a half-orc person who is setting up a leather-working stall. And down towards the end, you see this sort of vaudeville-esque wagon with a large mural on the side of a person with a magician's mustache, holding up a potion and looking at it intensely.
1: Hmm. The man in that art has eyebrows for days. I'm quite curious.
2: Yeah, they kind of <laughs> match his mustache. It's like it's like four of the same little bits of hair coming out four different sides of his face. It's like <laughs> if he took his eyebrows image. and just put them on his lip. It's like it's really it's really something. <laughs> I pick up like like four sweet rolls from the sweet roll place and just munching and crunching on those. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you pick up some sweet rolls and the halfling woman behind the stall says to you, thank you so much for stopping by. Make sure you stay in town for the, the speech later. Oh, no kidding. Who's speaking? Well, they they have a guest of honor coming in, uh, apparently from, J- from the Jameson Corporation.
2: Oh, that's exciting. Who is it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh well, I mean, I don't really know for sure. Somebody, somebody really like big and like important.
2: Yeah, sounds fun. Uh, any particular reason they'd be the guest of honor tonight? Did Jameson sponsor uh, the festival or something? Uh,
0: yeah, well, we we've had a little bit of a rough year with crops, and uh, it didn't look like the festival was going to happen this year. Uh, but Jameson stepped in and made a pretty sizable donation. So, yeah, I guess this festival's kind of brought to you in part by uh, by your friends at the Jameson Corporation. Uh you can and you can see over there and you look and there is a Jameson Munitions booth set up where uh they are selling ammunition and firearms.
3: What's the Jameson Corporation's like mascot?
2: Mascot? Like a, <laughs> they got like a
3: yeah, like does it have like a does it have like a like a mascot character or does it have like an image or like the Amazon smile or Making uh, It's
2: honest. just it's a bullet. Like it's an anthropomorphic <laughs> bullet. Ha! I'm bullying the bullet. Please. I'm imagining
3: like a big bullet like a bullet bill from Mario but with like normal size arms and legs. So it's just like a giant <laughs> bullet with like t- relatively tiny arms and legs. <laughs> <laughs> The the Jameson
0: logo is kind of like it's it's just the word Jameson in like one of those like Wild West fonts where it, there's sort of like that spike in the middle of the of the letter mm. with like an underline underneath. It's kind of really bland for a giant mega corporation, but that's that's what it is.
2: Yeah. Casey, speaking of giant mega corporations, this is starting to get spooky. Um, what is <laughs> what is the deal what is the deal with the Jameson company in this yeah, world? Um, yeah.
0: You know what? Before I give too much, all of you roll history checks.
1: All these history checks. <laughs> That's a natural one for Hayden. So I don't know what Hayden's been doing all this time to know nothing about Jameson.
0: <laughs> That's a nat 20. We got a, we got a nat 1 and a nat 20 in the same we roll. Sure Incredible. Both sides of the Don't spectrum. forget about the nat 15. <laughs> the nat 15. Perfect. Wow. Yeah. Hayden... You don't know much.
1: No, I'm fully distracted. I'm not paying any attention. I've just been, like, picking off sweet bun after sweet bun and loading my pockets. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even in the conversation at all. Are you stealing them? Are you pilfering them? I, I will. I will ask someone to leave a generous donation
2: on my behalf. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Great. Yeah, the Jameson company can pay for them.
0: With a 15, I'll say that you do get a good amount of information about Jameson. Jameson is the company in Threed and a little bit outside as well. They are they're in the market for everything. They started off as a fire powder company, but then quickly worked their way into textiles, into uh just about everything that people will need. And you'll know you know a little bit about the history as well that they were around when firepowder was discovered, and they openly say that they were the first to implement firepowder into the common usage. And so they are pretty big in Threed and almost a pillar on which Threed stands. Salome, with the Nat 20, you... I'll just send you the PDF. (laughs) No. You know a little bit about jameson's aim jameson aims to be the company that you need if there is something that you need they're going to be the ones to get it to you and their goal is to be it's to be unavoidable
2: oh god their their
0: aim is to be in your way in order to get you to purchase from them Mm -hmm. And if that means sponsoring small town festivals to get the name out, if that means any number of things, they'll do it to make it happen. You also know the former head of Jameson, Tiberius Jameson. That's a good name. He's a big deal. Tiberius Jameson recently left the company and has taken up a position as Minister of Interior in the Threedian government, which basically means he is responsible for relations with the Badlands.
2: So, okay, so he comes from the company and is now high up in government. Mm-hmm. Is he still running the company?
0: Uh, no, he's not okay. actually allowed to do both. Uh, it'd be a conflict of interest, so you'd know that he passed it off to his little brother Thaddeus Jameson.
2: Okay. Great. So we're at a sticky bun stand. Hayden's <laughs> <laughs> mustache completely to... <laughs> covered in
1: sugar. Just like what were we talking about? <laughs> I don't guess we got the
2: right idea. Hey, honey, what's your name, darling?
0: Me? Uh yeah. yeah. My
2: my name you can call me
0: Salty Sadie.
2: Salty Sadie. Well, hey, it's a pleasure to meet you. My name's Maggie Breyer. I think we'll take about five more of those and be on our way.
0: Absolutely. You know what? Are y'all visitors in town? Sure are. Well, the first batch is on me, and she sets out a little plate for you.
2: (laughs)
1: That's so kind of you. Thank you. (laughs) Hayden feels immediately guilty and just unloads their pocket back onto the table. (laughs) 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 Hopefully (laughs) so.
0: She says, hey, y'all don't be a stranger. Rest up in Providence and enjoy the place. And always remember that, you know, you have a home here if you want it.
2: I kind of like touch the feather as (laughs) as she says, like, y'all don't be a stranger. I'm like, oh, shit, is it obvious? (laughs) 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 Oh,
3: do y'all want to go check out the potions? I might be uh, up for trading some, you know, some tricks with them. Yeah, absolutely. That's something y'all want. Sounds all right to me. Uh, Yeah, we go head over to the potions. Great
0: place y'all are heading over to this wagon and by now there is a bit of a show going on the side of the wagon folds out into a stage there are these sort of big red curtains drawn back and you see the sign hanging over the stage says professor Porton's particularly potent potions Ooh, and you see this man in a sort of magician's outfit he's Got sort of a a tux, uh, a cape, stove top, magician's hat, like the white <laughs> gloves, big mustache, like the whole nine yards. Oh, wow. And he is in the midst of a show. He's saying, My potions are <laughs> miraculous. If oh, you no. have. An ailment? I have a potion to cure it. Who among (laughs) you ails? Who among (laughs) you raise your hands?
2: Hayden immediately raises their hand. (laughs) Oh, my God. Hayden. Oh, no. These people are terrible.
0: Uh, The uh, Professor Portons sort of, like, waves his finger over the crowd. And he goes, "Uh, how about you come forward? me <laughs> uh he does not point <laughs> at you, Hayden. He points <laughs> at sort of this this gangly looking uh Aarakocra teenager who sort of stumbles oh. forward and says, What is your name, child? And the arachokra says, Um, my name's Charlie. And prof- the Professor says, Well, Charlie, what ails you? And Charlie says, Well, My leg, it it don't work like it used to. And the professor says, well, I have just the thing. And from nowhere, (laughs) produces a potion of sort of this greenish liquid and hands it to Charlie and says, take one sip is all you need. Charlie takes a sip and says, my goodness, my leg, it's healed. And the crowd roars in applause.
2: Oh, God. And the
3: professor says, thank you. Thank you. Can I make like a medicine check or an Absolutely. insight check or something? Great.
0: Yeah. Uh, roll, roll insight. Oh, sick. Dirty 20. Yeah. Dirty 20? Uh, Charlie didn't even drink it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Smart oh, Charlie. God. Good kid.
0: You, you see that they... That they put their thumb over the, the stopper, as they put it to their mouth. They didn't even drink the potion.
3: Um. Uh, excuse me. Uh, excuse me. Uh, th- it seems that this this uh, this person over here also had an ailment. I was wondering if they might be able to also have a sip of the potion as well. Uh,
0: oh, I'm uh, the, so sick. Oh no. The professor sort of <laughs> looks over at the group of you, and seems ready to respond. When Salome, you notice that the professor like locks eyes with you.
2: Does he recognize Maggie? And oh,
0: some sort of emotion crosses over his face.
2: I'll roll insight to see what that might have been. Oh okay. that's a seven.
0: That's a seven. <laughs> with a seven, you still think something's up. You don't know what, but something's weird. Like yeah. that was that was odd. And the professor says, ah, well, unfortunately, we have reached the end of our time here. But if anything ails you, come forward, purchase a potion at your leisure. Thank you. (laughs) Good night.
3: (laughs) Uh, And he wraps it up rather quickly. Stump is just going to track everyone that, not track, but like take note of everyone that goes and purchases a potion yeah uh, from him a, a lot of people do a lot of people come forward you see that charlie
0: is accepting the money in a little lockbox.
1: <laughs> now that is just blatantly breaking the whole illusion
0: and uh the professor sort of disappears behind the curtains which draw like swiftly behind him
2: hey so i i don't know if i've actually mentioned this to y'all but My family are traveling healers, uh, sort of like this fella, except they're kind of the real deal. My Aunt Lila used to get heated with folks selling snake oil like this, but the way he was looking at me, I think he might recognize my Aunt Maggie. Now, I haven't seen my family in a real long time, but I was writing to them all the time, and about six months ago, they stopped writing back. Oh. And, you know, I I I, I figured maybe they just decided that they they don't want. But anyway, look, I've I've been real worried about them. And so I'm sort of out here looking for him. And Stump, I mean, y- you know a whole hell of a lot more about potions than I do. So maybe we could go talk to him. You could mess with him a little bit and I might be able to find something out about my aunts.
3: Yeah, I mean, do you want me to mess with him towards getting your goal? Or do you want me to just mess with him and, you know, dick him around?
2: <laughs> well, hey, l- let me see if I can find out when the last time was he saw my aunts. And then you can do whatever the hell you want. I mean, he's out there selling bum healing potions i wasn't raised to let that go i'll
3: go talk to him hayden you wanna uh sorry gussie you wanna want in on this
2: i think i'm going i think i'm gonna hang
1: back just keep an eye on things just remembering that we got some uh characters we're wishing to avoid and i don't want to stumble upon them
2: you know what i appreciate you he normally wears a um kind of this like purple sort of ostentatious suit it fits him real well but other than that it's not very flattering yeah, you got to keep an eye out for the elf. He's going to be the only elf in a crushed velvet suit in this town of Providence, I guarantee See, you. See, that's helpful information.
3: <laughs> a, a parade of 12 elves in crushed velvet suits. <laughs>
2: it's like it's an acapella group.
1: A barbershop,
2: ba, ba. I don't whatever, a 12 tet uh, walks by all elves <laughs> all in crushed velvet suits. Luther's singing tenor.
3: <laughs> this is
0: canon.
2: <laughs> yeah, so y'all, will see if we can go have a conversation with this fella.
0: Sounds good. Great. You start to head towards the back side of the wagon, and Charlie pipes up and goes, Oh, hey, hey, um, uh, sorry. Uh, the professor doesn't accept visitors after hours.
3: Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm a fellow apothecary. I was hoping to just trade some, uh, you know, industry, industry knowledge with him if...
2: Oh, uh...
0: I mean, I can see if he's interested.
2: Why don't you tell him uh, that and Maggie Breyer wants to talk to him?
0: Okay, sure. Um, Just a second. And they sort of stockpile the remainder of the potions in a little case, click it shut, take it and the lockbox with them, and head inside. There's a moment you hear a shit. (laughs) 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 Then Charlie pokes their head out and goes... Uh yeah, he'll he'll he he can see you.
2: All right, thank you kindly.
0: Appreciate it. You head in to the wagon. It is not huge, but you're not like crammed in. There is a little table along the back of the wagon with a large mirror uh with uh, like various makeups and things. Um you see a um like a mannequin head with a freshly pulled off toupee resting on top <laughs> and you see the professor uh now with balding hair removing his mustache as well and putting it on the mannequin head <laughs> and he he looks in the mirror he's a lot smaller now that you're seeing him sort of outside of his stage persona he's just this small little human man and he looks in the mirror and he goes magdalena Broya." Yeah. Spin a bit.
2: Well, look what the cat coughed up. I see you ain't got any better looking.
0: (laughs) Funny. (laughs) I seem to recall that the Eastern Badlands are my turf.
2: Oh, of course, darling. We're we're just in town for the festival. You know, I do have to apologize. My memory ain't serving quite as well as it used to. When was the last time we ran into y'all again?
0: Roll deception.
2: All right. Can she have advantage for looking like Maggie?
0: Yeah, I'll give
1: you a okay, advantage.
2: Okay, because that was a seven. Oh my God, I rolled I rolled two twos. No. Which becomes a seven.
3: Okay. Give me the signal and we'll be aggressive.
2: No, we don't need to be aggressive. It's fine.
3: His brow furrows and he says,
0: well, huh. when last we met six months ago, you left in a hurry, so... Whatever you were up to must have jogged your Must have uh, reset your memory. And he continues to sort of scrub makeup off of his face.
2: Yeah, you're right. That was out the way of uh, a Twin River and all that, right?
0: Uh, sort of. I mean, you said you had business up in Blackthorn Hollow. Although...
2: Oh, that's right. Of course. A
0: bit of nasty business from the tones that you took with me afterward, but. I can't help what sort of business you get up to. Speaking of which, what are you doing here? Attending the festival?
2: <sighs> Salome tries to put that news away for later. Uh, yeah, we're just here for the festival, but I, I wanted to introduce you to a new friend of mine. This is Stump Steenland. Hey, how's it going? He's uh, quite the apothecarist, and uh, yeah, ever since ever since Beth crossed the river, God's rest your soul, we uh, we've been looking for somebody to fill in a little bit so uh sort of occupying that space for the moment but uh he just want to have a word with you about your your potions you seem to be doing some pretty impressive work here
0: right all right now i'm suspicious last time you talked to me you said if you ever saw me again you wouldn't take to me so kindly and now you're bringing an alchemist around Excuse me, I'm an apothecarist. Right, you bring this little man around. Hey! I'm starting to get the feeling that your showing up here isn't so much a coincidence so much as it is you trying to muscle in on my territory.
3: Yeah, I know I'm new to the crew here, but I'm just trying to make sure that whatever nonsense you just did out there doesn't actually hurt anybody. I saw what was going on, that kid didn't really actually drink anything, so... I'm just making sure uh, it's all up to code. Listen, also, they work for you. If you,
0: uh, this, uh, By this point, he spins around in his chair faces you straight on. And he says, if you want to know, it's only like a 1 in 20 chance that anything happens. And I've only ever had one person blow up. So why don't you just back off,
3: all right? Why don't you drink one right now?
2: Yeah, I was going to say, if it's so safe, why don't you just have one right here? It sounds to me like you've really been turning things around.
3: All right,
0: fine. Fine, I will. He pulls out a a bottle from under uh, from this sort of little storage area underneath the counter, and Stump, you do see that he attempts to like sleight of hand, put his thumb over the.
3: Eh, 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 eh.
0: Move your thumb. Been <laughs> in the game a long time. Gotta love a manager's research, and he downs it. And I got to look up the wild magic table.
3: Oh, <laughs> yes! my God.
0: Beard, 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 beard. Oh, my God. So I now have to roll a D10 because the potion just cast confusion on him.
2: <laughs> but don't worry. It's harmless.
0: Let me contextualize this. <laughs> he downs the potion. He sort of... Uh, grimaces you all wait for a second and then his eyes sort of glaze over and then he jumps up and runs out of the tent
2: <laughs> oh oh my god no wait we try to catch him <laughs> i'm gonna try to grapple him <laughs> Gotta great uh yeah
0: um yeah do a strength i'm i'm gonna have you do a strength contest against his
2: athletics it's athletics for both of us, right? For a grapple? Uh yeah.
1: I mean, there's no way that he's good at athletics. Okay, uh 15.
2: Yeah, no.
3: He, he's
0: ripped. You <laughs> you grapple him and he's just like he's squirming to try
3: and leave.
2: No, nope. no, 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 honey. Come on. Come on. Come on. Sit down. Sit down. Where are you going? I
3: slap him. <gasps> oh like God. like a like a like a to knock him out of whatever's going on. I'll Stump say that gives him, him
0: advantage on his wisdom. Yeah, he snaps out of it. His eyes sort of Come back and he goes, see, perfectly fine. And he sits
3: back down. (laughs) Yeah, sure seems that way. So once again, for the greater good of everybody, you mind if I maybe take a look at your recipe? I might be able to work out some of the kinks that you got going on here. This is how I make my money. And if you're coming and you're asking me for more recipe, I need something back. Maggie, do we want new stump or old stump for this?
2: I don't know, stump. Pick your poison, darling. The phrasing. It seems kind of like we might owe you not telling all of Providence what what you're doing here and what kind of business you're running. But, Stump, I don't know about you. What do you think?
3: Oh, that sounds good to me. I mean, the options were kind of that or stab him. So we'll go with that one. Wait, wait, That one's kind of nice. Wait a minute. Let's not be so hasty.
2: Yeah, I mean we're we're healers. We don't really stab people, you know. Stump. I know that's kind of a new business. Oh yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, uh, we don't stab people.
2: Yeah, no, maybe so. Or new-
3: shoot them while they run away and pee.
2: Yeah, like middle stump, middle somewhere between new and old stump would be. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Look here, th- I'm this trying this to all help seems you. Sort
3: of like
0: a, a reference that I don't really understand. So, let's work something out. You stay mum about the unfortunate side effects of certain potions that I might have and I want to be able to sell up to Red Rock <laughs> I want a piece of my territory back and in return I will give you what is literally making me money
2: I think Lila'd be real curious to know about all this too so I can go I can go get her on it if you want to um
0: you know what You know what? I didn't want to sell in Red Rock anyway. (laughs) That's fine. Keep that territory. Uh, Stump, is it? You can take a look at the recipe and uh, uh, we don't need to bring uh, Delilah into this.
2: You sure? I can go get her. She's just out grabbing some sticky buns. Hey, uh, you know what?
0: You know what? Why don't I give you a a gift? What say? Five percent of the gold I might deny. Well how much is that? I don't know. I'd have to count it up. I'd
3: say estimating on past nights. Fifty gold. Any chance you might be willing to double that to ten percent. Ten percent. Look, and I might help you I'm look I'm helping you improve your recipe here. Oh
2: hold on. You now. might one second. Lila Lila, why don't you put here? It. Hold on, I'm gonna go Ten percent. Ten percent.
0: Ten percent is fine. I'll give you ten percent said 100 gold. It's been a pleasure. Great. Awesome.
2: <laughs>
3: oh, do you want me to come back in the morning?
0: We're packing up later tonight, so why don't you swing by around, say, 11 o'clock midnight, and we'll take a look at
3: that. Right? I could probably do that, yeah. Great.
2: No more selling potions tonight, by the way. If you ain't selling something safe, we don't want to see it sold. So you close up shop, you're done for the night, and you get out of town.
0: I was planning on doing that anyway. And not because you told me to. That was already the plan. So when it happens, don't think that it was because you told me to do it. It's because I was already planning on doing it.
2: All right, honey. Well, you, you keep telling yourself that. And you no, have a great rest no, of your I'm, evening.
0: <laughs> he, like, as you walk out, he's like, no, I'm serious. Like, I was I was going to do that. That was the plan. Right, you, can, you can ask I'll Charlie. I'll play
2: a little... I'll play a tiny little fiddle for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I steal his mustache on the way out. I just I like don't even try to sleight of hand it. I just take it. Oh, <laughs> No, I, I need
0: that. No, I need that. I like, it's part of the look. It's I on like the sign this. outside. I no, put it on I, my.
2: I put it on my face. I think it suits. Don't you, Stump? What do you think? This is nice, right?
3: It really really accentuates your face.
2: I think so too. I like it. <laughs> I leave.
0: <laughs> Great. Uh, Charlie's outside, sort of like cleaning up the stage and says oh nice mustache
3: <laughs> kid can i give you just a piece of small piece of advice sure i guess find a new boss oh uh okay
0: what are you what are you looking to do with your life um potions is sort of my thing i i mean i'm sort of studying under the professor and hope one day to Take the mantle of professor for myself or, or if, if, if the professor is willing to provide it, or maybe, you know, the professor says that I need to cultivate my onstage persona more. So I'm looking to find the character within myself waiting to be born. Do do you, okay. Do you want to help people or do you want to do what he does? That seems like a trick question. I, I want to help people. I feel like if anybody says that they don't want to help people, then they're not a very good person.
3: <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to write down on this note that I sent you, if you want. Okay. I know there's an opening for an apothecary out up in Mountain Creek, if you want to kind of get started on your own business. I know it's kind of far Mountain away. Where's Mountain Creek? In, oh, it's way up in the mountains next to the creek um okay okay <laughs> <laughs> oh you know i think i know the place <laughs> yeah uh it's it's up to, I, pour, I write it out a map for you but here you take this note and you go find uh kate steenling she'll kate hook Steen. you up with with a beginning apothecary kind of set up for you okay and not do this nonsense and make a real living for yourself
0: um okay Will she help me cultivate my uh, my onstage persona?
3: Uh, Probably not. OK, I I, I mean, you're welcome to, like, do some like stand up. There's probably like an open (laughs) mic night or something. But I would keep the persona separate from the potions. Gotcha.
2: Honey, if what you're selling is actually good enough, you ain't got to worry so much about selling it.
0: I guess that's fair. I didn't think I was going to be able to grow a mustache and I didn't think it would look good on the beak anyway, so.
2: I don't think your boss is able to grow a mustache either. (laughs) I just, like, play with the little mustache on my face. (laughs) Maggie's going to have a mustache for the rest of this episode. (laughs) If there's any internal visualization, she has a mustache now.
0: (laughs) Great. Um, (laughs) Charlie says, yeah, um... Okay, well I will I will take that under advisement um uh sir if I if I you know save up some money I might be able to to head out that way.
2: Charlie, uh take this. I give them one of my earrings. I think this should be able to get you somewhere you can establish yourself a little bit. Okay?
0: Char like Charlie just sort of has this diamond in their hands. Wait, really? Yeah. Is this it, it. This is fake.
2: <laughs> I wish it was, but uh, no. I want you to have it, though. It'll get you where you need to go. I don't.
0: I don't. I don't have anything to give you that would equal this. Do you know how those potions are made? I mean, I do. Can you tell me? I could write it down. Good enough. <laughs> they actually like take out a little notebook that they have and rip out a page and sort of like just hand it to you and they say ma'am i thank you no nobody's ever uh, they're on they're kind of on the verge of tears and they say nobody's ever done something this nice for me before and i don't know what to say now and now i'm saying too much and my mouth is sort of running because i don't have the means to stop it and um, hey
2: hey 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 don't think twice about it i'm telling you i I spent a long time living off of what shouldn't have been mine. And so I'd like to give a little back, okay? Just take this and get yourself set up, all right?
0: They say, I will. I think I'm going to go meet this Miss, Mrs. Uh, This uh, Mrs. Mrs. Miss Steenling. Kate's okay. Uh, I'm going to go meet uh, Kate.
3: One last thing, uh, Kate's got a kid, and I need you to bring her this rock. Oh. You have to promise me that you'll give the kid the rock. They say, "I
0: will guard this rock like it's my
3: life." And then Stump gets real close and says, "You better, because if this rock doesn't get to this kid, what it will be your life." I
0: what? That, okay, I mean, I was, I was okay, I I was going to do it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) That was a little vaguely threatening, and I'm feeling a lot of emotions now, but... Stop. You seen Hayden around here? (laughs) You know what? Let's check in with Hayden. Uh, Hayden, you're outside. The festival's going on. What are you up to?
1: I want to see if I can at least get eyes on Luther. Like, I want to be carefully, casually, but subtly... Uh, knowing all of his movements.
0: Roll investigation.
1: It's not my strongest uh, attribute. You would think that I'd be better at it. Oh, but that's a natural 19, which makes it a dirty 20. Hey! Ooh. <gasps> Ooh. Thank right. you, Dice. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's, yeah, you you get to work. You're, you're walking through the festival. You have, you know, you're putting on a joyous face for these people as they pet, like for each person as they pass by you get a lot of like people sort of pleasantly smiling and like nodding to you as they go (laughs) on their way and while you have this sort of joyous outer demeanor inside you are focused you are fine-tuned with the intention of trying to find luther wainwright you are scanning the crowd and the hint of velvet purple does not pop out
2: at you no acapella mm-hmm. groups. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, there's, there's one acapella group. Uh, no, the, the, the crushed velvets did not make an appearance tonight.
2: The I Velvet know.
0: Tones. <laughs> the Velvet Tones. Yes. Oh, the Velvet Tones didn't show up. There is an acapella group called the Velvet Tones somewhere in the Badlands. You just have not met them yet. Uh, you are heading through this crowd and you see, like, there's a there's a bit of setup going on at what looks like the town hall. There are, like, these pillars outside the main entrance. It is uh, sort of this, like, regal, official-looking building compared to some of the other, like, shops and flat face buildings that, like, continue down the line. Uh, you see some people talking inside the building. Like, the door is open and there's some people talking inside you see a small uh sort of portly man dressed in nice clothes talking to a small elven man in a purple suit
1: can i sidle up just kind of like doing that tourist day glancing around thing but listening into the conversation uh sure
0: yeah you can do that roll i think it'd be deception
1: okay Love that! I think it'd be
0: deception because you are putting on the appearance of not listening in.
1: Cool. That's a natural twenty.
2: Yes. Oh, I was gonna look up Luther's passive, passive
0: perception. It's not that.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I blend into the crowd so completely, as though I have always been here. Like I am. <laughs> I am everywhere and nowhere. No one notices me at all.
0: Yeah, and you're catching, um, like, over the buzz of the crowd, it's a little hard to hear, but you are catching snippets of the conversation. You sort of gain the idea that the person that Luther is talking to is the mayor of Providence. Mm -hmm. And the mayor at the moment, (laughs) it's a lot of marketing, schmoozing. Networking. Networking. Kiss and hands shaking babies. Luther would shake a baby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Anyway, what
2: a character reference. Uh, it's a <laughs> lot. It's a lot of
0: networking. Like the mayor of Providence going, "I'm sure in your line of work you meet all sorts of officials from Threed. I'm sure if you go back and you know mention how nice we treated you here in Providence, they would all come this way as well. Like if you could maybe talk up the tourism of Providence and uh, you get the sense that Luther is like hanging in there by a thread.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like this has been going on for a while now. Mm -hmm.
0: Like, like Luther is Luther's the type of guy who is born to network with people who are higher than him. Yeah. People who are lower than him are a waste of time. And you feel this. You feel that you feel that energy radiating off radiating off of Luther. Like he's not given a whole lot to the conversation. He's like, hmm Oh, we love Providence. It's uh it's great. I've bumped elbows with so many salt of the earth people. Oh, love it. And the the mayor's going, Well, Everyone is so excited to hear you speak. We can't wait to hear what sort of words of wisdom you have to impart on the on the on the masses. And Luther says, oh, uh, I won't take up too much of your time. It's but it'll be it'll be memorable. And the the mayor sort of looks at him and goes, "Okay, well, um, (laughs) great. I I should hope so. Uh, Everyone is very excited to remember the speech that you're going to give. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I think that at this moment, Hayden is going to make their presence known, just kind of come in sideways into the conversation, put one hand up over over Luther's shoulder as though to steer him away. You know, oh, Mr. Wainwright, I have, I would love to meet you. I just have some quick business that I need to discuss with you. Um, And like physically moves him away from the mayor and says, It looked like you needed a bit of rescuing there. I hope you don't mind. You do that. As you sort of move
0: into the building, you clock someone you didn't see before. Oh, no. You clock a person. uh, They are kind of a big, beefy dude Mm -hmm. with hair drawn back in a warrior's knot, black leather armor. And as you sort of put your arm around Luther, this guy puts his hand on his hilt. However, Luther sort of, like, looks at you, registers what you're saying, and, like, gives a signal, and the guy takes his hand off his hilt.
1: And I take my arm off of Luther as well.
0: Yeah. You get the sense that this is Luther's bodyguard. Got it. And so, like, as you lead Luther away, you look. The bodyguard sort of nonchalantly moves with. Okay. And Luther says one person business to another. Um, I appreciate you stepping in. One can only network so much.
1: Oh, absolutely,
0: sir. And who do I have the pleasure of addressing?
1: My name is Augustus Ferdinand, and I have to say that with my discussions with Mr. Jameson, we are both quite interested in some of the more creative solutions you've been coming up with lately, and I'd love to talk about your future, if you don't mind. <laughs>
0: you've been talking to You've been talking to Thaddeus. No. Tiberius. You've been you've been talking
1: to Tiberius. What, you don't believe that he still has a little bit of a hand in the cookie jar, if you know what I'm saying?
0: Let's uh hmm. let let's monitor our speaking levels. Roll Persuasion.
2: Okay. Oh, god damn, (laughs) Hayden.
1: I am so, like, I, Robin, am so nervous about what I'm doing right now.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you're in the snake pit
1: by yourself. (coughs) By myself. Just just scream if you need us. That's a 17. 17. Okay.
0: Luther sort of, like, you see his eyes dart you up and down, just sort of taking you in. And he says, "Uh, Augustus Ferdinand, was it? Yes, that's me. I can't say that I'm familiar with, uh, you.
1: I like to keep my business more discreet. Ah. But you have certainly made yourself noticeable in the right way, and I felt it was time to introduce myself personally.
0: So I've attracted the eye of finer tastes.
1: One might say. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Well... (laughs)
0: I'm very happy that you've steered me away. This is quite a different conversation from what I was just having.
1: I imagine.
0: What sort of business would you be interested in me being of service to you for?
1: Well, let's just say that your creative problem solving with regard to uh, a certain Ford Falls might be the kind of creative thinking that we are going to be needing long term and i would like to know what sort of other ideas you might be cooking up in that regard
0: we'll cut back to oh, Stump and Salome, who just had a very different conversation you
2: know, just like, <laughs> i don't know what i'm doing a potion <laughs> well stump i feel pretty good about that
0: philomena pipes up and goes where's uh where's hayden hell oh, probably up to no good. Hey, we're going to wait here. Yeah, let's go find him. Great. Uh, roll roll
3: investigation. I would love to.
2: Can I just help Stump with an investigation check?
3: Sure. That's a dirty 20.
2: Dirty yeah. 20. Yeah, you,
0: you are walking towards the town hall. You see Hayden in conversation with Luther Wainwright.
1: <laughs> you see Hayden making poor choices.
2: <laughs> oh, God. Salome just leans over and goes... Y'all, Hayden is talking to Luther. Oh, shit, is that the guy? Sure is. Salome is trying to blend in with the furniture. Damn, (laughs) look at that suit.
0: I wish I had a suit like that.
2: Salome, that's not helpful right now. Does Hayden look like they need an out? Like, does Hayden, is, does Hayden, how's Hayden looking? Well, it really depends
1: on what's happening next in this conversation, but so far it's been wildly successful. (laughs) That's
3: true. Stump is going to kind of get just get into Hayden's view, okay, and just kind of mm-hmm. show that we are now here, or okay. at least that cool. Stump is now here.
2: Yeah. Okay. Hey, Casey. Yes? How far... Are we're, we're building up to the speech, right? Mm-hmm. Do people know when you cast the spell Hex on them? Let's find out. It doesn't say anything that you do, and it seems like it would be strange if they did. It's a bonus action... You place a curse on a creature that you can see within range. Until it ends, you deal extra necrotic damage. Okay. You also choose an ability, and the target has disadvantage on ability checks made with the chosen ability. Okay.
0: I don't think the target would know.
2: Great. Uh, Seeing them talking to Hayden from a distance, trying to hide behind Stump. (laughs) All four (laughs) foot two of Stump. I'm going to cast Hex on Luther. Okay. Uh, it's concentration, it lasts for an hour, and I'm going to target his charisma. So Luther will have disadvantage on charisma checks Cool for an hour.
0: Okay, with that in mind, let's cut back to Luther and Hayden. Hayden, you just openly referenced Ford Falls to Luther.
1: <laughs> I'm hoping that the conversation can only be heard by Luther and the bodyguard. Like, I'm trying to keep it a very personal conversation, just Mm -hmm. for clarity.
0: Yeah. You see his eyes widen a little bit, and he says, word gets around. I can neither confirm nor deny anything that might have happened in any town near here.
1: No, of course. And I will say that this word is contained. Nothing to worry about there.
0: Good. So... Let me put it this way. You say you're a fan of my work? Indeed. Maybe it is in your best interest to be outside of town for the speech.
1: The speech that's coming up in a few few minutes' time.
0: Hmm. Just a friendly word from one person to another. Speaking of which, I do have to give that pesky speech, so I will be doing that. I hope to see you later tonight and we can talk.
1: Is there a good time for me to return?
0: You'll know. He takes a step back. The bar- the bodyguard sort of comes forward. And as he heads in, you see another person that you didn't see before. Uh, she is a drow woman. She's wearing a dark cloak with a hood sort of over her. And she seems to be like, clutching her hands together, sort of in front of her. And as Luther heads inside, the bodyguard and this cloaked woman escort him in.
1: I guess I beeline for Stump. Okay. And, like, as soon as I get close, I say, something real bad's gonna happen right now. We need to, uh, we need to either stop Luther immediately, or we need to get out of town. Wait, wait, what did he say? What's going on? Also, he super did the whole four vaults thing. That was all but confirmed. So just file that bit away. Well, yeah, that checks out. What does the podium and that whole area look like?
0: You don't see a podium. You see the town hall that they've just gone into. You see an upper balcony.
1: Any sight? Of, any sign of the mayor? You do not see the
0: mayor. You think the mayor might okay. have headed back, headed inside.
2: Oh, y'all, I don't think we can very well just go after somebody like Luther Wayne right in the middle of a public place. Then
1: we're about to let something terrible occur. As you say
0: that the doors to the balcony open and a couple people step out onto the balcony to the applause of people around you. You see the mayor of Providence, You see a burly man in a sheriff's uniform. You see Luther. You see Luther's bodyguard. And you see the drow woman from before. The mayor struts to the balcony and begins, Providence! Welcome! I know that you're all bustling with excitement with your first day ...of the Mayhew Festival... ...and I know that we have six more days ahead of us... ...so I will keep it brief. I know that we're all... ...nervous to hear... ...the words of... ...our honored guest... ...this evening... ...without whom... ...well, without the Jameson Company... ...we might not have been able to... ...have the Mayhew Festival... ...this year. And so... It is with a full heart of gratitude that we welcome Mr. Luther Wainwright. Uh, The crowd cheers. Luther steps forward.
1: In this moment, I lean toward my companions. There's a possibility I am about to be arrested, so please get me out of jail or whatever trouble I'm about to get into. I cast Hunter's Mark on Luther Wainwright. Okay. And I discreetly bring out my
2: crossbow. Okay. Oh, hey, no. Let
3: me help you.
1: I'd love some assistance. Um.
3: And I drizzle a little bit of uh, poison on a few bolts to add 1d4 damage.
0: <laughs> Philomena this unhooks so her, her pickaxe <laughs> from her belt and says, it's murdering time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Look, y'all truly... You do
1: not want to get yourself in trouble with people like this. I don't want to see this many people get hurt.
3: I would like to start stealthing into the crowd. Okay. Like through, like to try to get a position that I might, you know, front where away from where are others. y'all in the crowd? i would be at a place where I can run away. Oh. <laughs> yes. Okay. Me too. So you are moving to the back of the crowd. I'm moving to the back, but in a place where I could still shoot him. Okay. In about 30 seconds. Gotcha. Ah, uh, so yeah, so Stump is gonna prepare a reaction for whatever kind of he feels like the trigger phrase for whatever the hell's about to happen.
1: I mean, I'm a hair, I'm a hair's
2: breadth from releasing my bolt already. <laughs> okay, um, great. Salome is going to, in addition to uh, hex, is also going to use a hexblade's curse on Luther, and that means that I do need to move to within thirty feet of him. So I'm gonna okay. get up a little bit closer in the crowd. Cast Hexblade's Curse on Luther and pull a warlock spellcasting focus out of my the folds of a uh, Salome's dress, um, which is a intricate, beautiful gold filigreed revolver, um, and prepare to cast Eldritch Blast.
0: Okay, you all prepare. Luther starts to speak. He says. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Now, I won't take long. I know that everybody's been waiting all year for this festival, and uh, from what I've heard, it is not one to miss. So, I'll share a few words of inspiration. Community. Decency. Integrity. These are the words that come to mind when I think... Providence, from the moment I stepped off the train, it was with a full heart and a handshake that I was greeted by this community of people who are the salt of the earth. And the crowd cheers. And he says, thank you, thank you. It is not often that I see such a devoted, hard-working, group of individuals like yourselves. And I want to thank you for everything that you provide. That you provide for Threed. That you provide for strangers like myself. I want to thank you for the endless sacrifice that you give. It's a funny word, sacrifice.
2: Oh, God, no.
0: There are people who think that the mortal body rids itself of living cells in order to spur growth. That you must remove dead branches from a tree in order to make the tree grow. So I want to reiterate, thank you, Providence, your sacrifice tonight means the
3: world
1: I fire same
3: yeah uh, that's a 21 to hit with my crossbow okay
2: 17 <laughs> to hit with uh, an Eldritch Blast okay 25 to hit
1: so
0: all of your shots hit Luther. bum 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 <laughs> all of you roll damage 13
2: 21 Uh, that's only 7
0: okay all of you fire <laughs> at Luther.
2: Oh, fuck. It's the woman, isn't it?
0: All three of you f- 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 arrows f- f- light Luther up. He takes all three in the chest and is hurtled backward. As that happens, the drow woman steps forward.
1: <sighs> no.
0: And you see her hand extend. In the palm of her hand is a silver medallion. That looks a little familiar. A shockwave erupts. I need you all to make charisma saving throws.
2: I thought Uh, about shooting her. I did. I was like this close to shooting her and I didn't do it.
1: I got a nine. It's also a nine. Not 20.
0: Okay. The shockwave erupts from the medallion in the drow's hand. It (sniffs) covers the crowd and there's a moment's silence. And then the people of the crowd turn on each other and begin to rip each other apart. Oh, God. And that is where we'll pick up next time. Mm -hmm.
3: That includes Hayden and me, I'm guessing. It does. Oh.
1: Yeah. No.
3: Mm. Oh. Could it not? Fuck. No, it
0: can't it definitely yeah, can, will.
1: Can it just not can that just not be what happened? That'd be great. Thanks so much for listening to episode five of Mage Hand High Five. We hit the five. Thanks to Jacob Kersner for our orchestrations and Shane Smith for our logo and cover art. Uh, Go to our website at www.magehandhighfive.com and look for us on our socials. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on TikTok. Wherever we may be, we're going to be there at Magehand High Five. Ooh, check out our Discord, too. We've got some great conversations happening over there. Go to your podcatcher of choice. Throw a five-star review our way. Tell your friends about us. Tell your enemies about us. Tell Isabella, Oh, sweet Isabella, it's been so long since I've seen you now that I'm out here at the war front. I miss your face, I miss your eyes, and one day, once this fighting is over, I will see you and I will tell you all about this podcast using the hashtag MHH5. And hey, Isabella, how about a high five?